0: Welcome to It's Good To Be Me. You really can just be you. You are unique. There is nothing you need to achieve to be enough. Life is simpler than you think. You can relax. Episode 40, failure, experience, and the game of life. It seems such a no-brainer that success is better than failure that we rarely stop to question it. Of course I want to get it right, pass the exam, get promoted, do work that gets the best results, have people approve of and praise me rather than the opposite. But there's something about that perspective that somehow leads us to experience more stress, unhappiness and pressure than I think we need to. Certainly, we sometimes hear sound bites about failure that attempt to make us feel better about ourselves. Like, a person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. That's Einstein. Or, don't worry about failures, worry about the chances you miss when you don't even try. Jack Canfield. Or, I've not failed, I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Thomas Edison. Whilst any or all of these might seem to give us a boost of inspiration at a difficult moment, what I'd like to do is show you something about failure which might just put it in a different perspective altogether. Perhaps Michelle Obama got closest to it when she said, failure is an important part of developing your growth and resilience. Don't be afraid to fail. And yet even here, as with all the above quotations, There's somehow an implication that failure is a stepping stone, and still what we're really interested in is success. What if we let go of that idea altogether, and we can welcome both success and failure as having equal value? What if success and failure are just two sides of the same coin, and sometimes the coin flips one way, sometimes the other, and we can be fine? Whichever way it goes. Wouldn't that be a game changer? What would you do that you currently don't if the chance that you might fail wasn't in the least bit off putting to you? How much more quickly would you bounce back if you knew that failure was as acceptable as success? Of course, there'll always be a few things to be avoided. Remember that old joke if at first you don't succeed, skydiving is not for you. But apart from those things, what would you not need to avoid if it could turn out the way you want or another way completely? I've certainly spent a lot of time during my life navigating carefully to avoid failures. Not always, but I can recall plenty of times when I didn't show up for things during my studies, switched course or played extremely safe at work so as to avoid the horrendous possibility of getting it wrong. And yes, I did miss opportunities as a result. Opportunities to grow, to find out I was better than I thought I was, or just to get some experience that might be helpful later. Even opportunities to have fun. If I'd been all right with the idea of failure, I could make you a list right now of 20 things I would probably have done differently in my life. And the irony is, I think as a result, I would have experienced greater success, not less. But that's not really the point. What I want to show you is that when we start to embrace failure as part of the journey of life, rather than success is evil twin, everything gets lighter, easier and less stressful. If you go out to play a sport be it football, rugby, tennis, basketball, whatever it is, you probably prefer to win. But ultimately, you've decided to play that sport because you enjoy the experience. With the exception, perhaps, of some professional sports people who've lost their love of their sport through too much hard work, most of us play a sport for fun, the challenge, the team dynamics, the exercise, the excitement, the social contact. To name but a few. When I go out to play tennis with my friends, usually it makes not the slightest difference to anybody whether I win or lose. I play to be in the game. So if a ball lands in the net or if I lose a set, I might feel frustrated. And if I play really well and win, I might feel pleased. But at the end, I thank the others and go home. That's it. I might have a few ideas about what to do differently next time. I might even decide to sign up for a few more lessons. But that's all fine. I haven't attached my sense of well-being, my sense of who I am, to the game. Some people do. And if this description of sport doesn't work for you because that's one of the areas where failure looks very real to you and likes something to be avoided at all costs, then maybe look at another example. Have you ever played Monopoly and landed on someone else's Mayfair hotel resulting in immediate bankruptcy? Or have you slid down that ridiculously long snake whose head is in the penultimate square of the snakes and ladders board? Or have you been the one who removes the block from the Jenga tower that sends the whole lot crashing down? But it's okay isn't it? Because however annoyed or upset you are You know that your well-being doesn't hang on the success of the game, don't you? What if life is actually the same? It's just that somewhere along the line, with a lot of help from well-meaning people and a success-driven society, we've forgotten that our well-being isn't attached to the outcome of our actions. Or maybe no one has ever actually told us that before. It can really seem as if this particular outcome controls our happiness, our peace of mind and our chance of a decent life. But that is never true. Ever. Because peace of mind, love, contentment and freedom are built in, remember? That means I can play full out and be totally in the game without attaching my whole sense of self and well-being to the outcome of any particular activity or endeavour. And that means that failure and success really are just part of what happens in life. And I don't have to navigate with such anxiety and stress to get more of one and less of the other. I can relax. And the funny thing is that when I do, things typically tend to go better. Roger Kipling, in his poem "If" refers to triumph and disaster as impostors and suggests that we can treat them both the same. Another way of saying that is that they're illusions, success and failure are the goalposts and monsters that we set up for ourselves and then live in a state of stress as we run their gauntlet. We can stop running. it's okay we can handle it all. Our well-being is not at stake. Some things will go the way we thought we wanted, others will not. Sometimes that will look like success and sometimes it will look like failure. But actually it's all simply experience. We can live it all. When we know that, when we stop running, life gets a whole lot easier and a lot more fun. I'm not asking you to believe me. Maybe you could just test this out for yourself. Take a look at a success that you think is absolutely crucial to your future happiness in life and just consider that actually it might not be. And if it wasn't crucial, what would that take off your mind? And without all that on your mind, what then becomes a whole lot easier? Just have a play with that idea this week and see what you notice. If you've heard something helpful in this episode, you might also like episode 32, Have You Outsourced Your well-being? That was It's Good To Be Me with Lizzie Peish. If you enjoy these podcasts, please consider leaving a review to help others find them. Thanks. And to find out more about my work and for free materials, visit lizziepace.com slash podcast.